Okay, so you want to claim mileage as a deduction on your taxes, but you don't want to do a mileage log? Come on, don't be a flake. So, you know, when I was a kid, my dad made me keep one of these in my car, something like this. It was actually a little thinner. This is kind of thick, but uh, it was a little log book. And uh, we had to track, I say we, because my brother and sister had to do this. They're a lot older than me. So that was definitely in the days before cell phones. Who am I kidding? When I first got my car, there were no cell phones either. We had those Motorola things that stuck in the car um, with the wires and the cords. But anyway, who cares? So uh, we literally had to have the date, the starting odometer, and the ending odometer, and then how many miles it was. And at the end of every week, we had to total it up. And we were allowed. 50 miles a week or something like that. I don't remember the number. My brother could tell you the number because he got in a lot of trouble for always driving over that. I always tell everybody that my brother, my sister especially, wore dad out so that by the time I came around, he wasn't even caring about the mileage log. But keeping that mileage log was a precursor to the IRS mileage logs. And I found out that just keeping it the way dad had it still wasn't good enough for the IRS. So... When I called you a flake, here's why I'm calling you a flake. Jim and Martha Flake, Jim and Martha Flake, easy to say, uh, they got audited by the IRS for having an excessive mileage deduction. Okay, what's excessive mileage deduction? Uh, it can be anything, really. If the IRS wants to come in and audit you for anything else, and that's really honestly what happened to them, the IRS came looking at them for a completely different reason, uh, but saw them uh, saw this mileage that they were claiming and said, yeah, let me take a look at that. And this is one of those key things that knowing a good uh, tax professional will help you know. One of the very first things the IRS is going to look at is if they see mileage claimed, they're going to say, hey, why don't you show me that mileage log? Because it's an easy win for them. Why? Because nobody keeps a mileage log. And so they didn't have a mileage log. Let me frame this up a little for you. This audit wasn't a one-day, one-and-done thing. This audit, examination as they call them, took place over the course of a year. 26 meetings or thereabouts. It was every two weeks in their house, which would be 26, but who knows if they really met every two weeks, right? Um, they met at their house and they went over every, all the records. Now, Jim and Martha did not have a mileage log. They didn't have one of these guys. They didn't have anything on their phone or anything that they could swipe this way or that to figure out where they were on a given day. Nope. They reconstructed. They went through boxes of old invoices. Keep in mind, when you're getting audited, it's usually not on what happened last month or two months ago. It's what happened two, three, four, five, six years ago. So they're having to pull junk out of boxes, stuck in storage. If they still had them, it wasn't caught in a fire or in a flood or whatever. And they had to reassemble their entire lives, re reconstruct their entire lives, and try to make sense of where they might have been at any given time. And they were able to kind of come close to the mileage that they had claimed. Here's the problem and here's why it got denied. The IRS requires that the records be kept contemporaneous to when it actually happened. Not contemporaneous to the audit, but contemporaneous to when it actually happened. Now I had to look up the word contemporaneous and I'm not even saying it right. I can already tell. But I had to look it up and guess what? The IRS's definition when it comes to mileage logs, contemporaneous is within a week of it happening. Within a week, I'm talking to some of you out there who do your mileage logs when I ask for them 
on your taxes, which in a lot of cases is 14, 15, 16 months after the case, because you're like, oh yeah, I need to go into my app and tell you whether it was business or not. Stop doing that. Get it to keep up with it every week. I know some of you have gotten better, by the way, and you know who I'm talking to. You've gotten better because you're now keeping up with it at the end of the month. I'm okay with that. But the IRS expects it to be kept up every week, not during the course of an audit three years later when they're actually coming after you for something completely different. What else does the IRS require? They want to know dates, times, who you were going to see. They want to know every minute of every day. Not really. They don't have to know every minute, but definitely who you want to see, why are you going to see them, what's the purpose? In other words, what's the nature of the business function that you're accomplishing, and how many miles do you drive? Odometer reading's fine. How are you going to do it? That part's fine. Now, not crazy about logbooks because they're a pain in the butt. Trust me. I know. I get it. There are apps out there. I'm going to put one name out there for you. Probably get yelled at by five other apps that are out there. But right now, my favorite is Mile IQ. Some people just roll their eyes. Some people did a big, heavy sigh. I'm old school. Uh, old school. Old school as far as apps go. I'm old school in terms of Mile IQ because it's been around a while and I'm used to it. And I don't like change. But Mile IQ is so cool. You can swipe left, swipe right. I call it the online dating of mileage apps because I'm corny and like dad jokes. But you swipe right for business and you go in and you say, okay, and I'm doing this like I'm typing on my keyboard. You go in, you punch in, say, I was going to a lunch meeting with so-and-so to discuss what, okay? And the IRS comes in and asks you for your mileage log and you go, oh, sure, no problem. Da -da -da, shoot out a report into Excel and they've got it. It sends a message. This is all about sending a message as much as it is about keeping accurate records that, okay, if this person's got their crap together, they actually respect the law enough. My guess is this is going to be a quickie. Listen, this tax pro has been doing this for a long time now. I can tell you I've seen audits end quickly. Examinations, they never make it to a full-blown audit. Examinations end quickly because record keeping was spectacular. Okay, so my challenge to you is be spectacular with your record keeping. Yes, it's a pain in the butt, but some of you, you're driving 30, 40, 50,000 miles a year. At the current mileage rates, you're talking some of that maybe $30,000 of expense that you get to claim. And at the top tax brackets, that's over $10,000 in taxes that you're going to save yourself. That's, to me, that's a lot of money. If it's not a lot of money to you, send me 10 grand. I'll write it off as a professional fee for you. And then I'll have some income to go with. But if you don't want to do that, if you want to actually get the tax benefit out of it, swipe left, swipe right, write something down, go to the drugstore, do whatever you can, but keep a good record and keep it on time, keep it timely. That's all I've got in terms of mileage logs. They're, they're necessary for small businesses. They're necessary for corporate employers and employees. So for the uh, owner employees or employee owners of these corporations, you've got to turn that in as an expense report to your business. Uh, if you're your own business, if you're a solo, uh, solopreneur, as I like to call them, an entrepreneur, sole proprietor, sole membership, single member, LLC, whatever you are, and you're trying to reimburse yourself for miles, keep one of these apps or keep one of these logs. Do one or the other, but do it. That's the most important thing you can do. That's all I've got for this week, but um, I would love for you. It would be very helpful if you could comment. If you have any questions, please, whether you're watching this on YouTube, uh, seeing it on any of the social media channels, uh, listening to it on a podcast platform, whatever, leave us a comment uh, with whatever questions you might have. Uh, if you have a tax topic you'd like for us to cover in a future episode, please feel free to push that down there. Or if you want to, just email us at podcast at timthompsoncpa.com. 
and I'd love to help you out there. That's podcast, P-O-D-C-A-S-T, at timthompsoncpa.com. You know, of course, got to say what everybody else says. Follow us, subscribe to it, like it, do all the things that we're supposed to do on social media these days. It just helps us out. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy it, which, I mean, if you enjoy tax stuff and tax discussions, it's very hard. We probably need to have counseling on the side, but please leave us a review. Um, if you want to hear about anything else, uh, just feel free to drop us a note, and we'll, we'd love hearing from you and love to help you out in the future. Thank you, and I hope you enjoyed it.